you struggling to make your first 100K or next? Are you pretending you're successful, but barely getting by? Are you tired of comparing yourself to millionaires and billionaires who make it look so easy? Welcome to First 100K, the number one entrepreneur voice in America. I talk about the important things that no one else is talking about, like how to make your first $100,000, because I believe this is where 90% of entrepreneurs get stuck. And I tackle the mental game of entrepreneurship that we all secretly struggle with but won't admit. My guests are successful entrepreneurs who share their mistakes, their number one fears, their daily habits, and their superpowers that push them over the 100K mark. I'm your host, your coach, your friend, Joseph Warren. I'm also a 10-time failed entrepreneur and the owner of two co-working spaces here in Tampa, Florida. This show was created for you, the entrepreneur who's pushing to break through the elusive 100K milestone. Wherever you are in your business, you're just 100K away. Do you wish growing a business was easier? Are you feeling frustrated that it's taking so long to make your first 100K? I used to feel the same way until I discovered the one thing that was missing. It wasn't more marketing tips or strategies. It wasn't reading more business books and it wasn't learning more stuff. I could show you what's holding you back and blocking your success if you like. Typical side effects include higher income, peace of mind, loving relationships, real connection with God, freedom from addictions, purpose, fulfillment, and a brand new lifestyle. It all starts by scheduling a spiritual clarity call with me to get clarity on what you want right now in your life and to see if we want to work together. Visit josephwarren.net forward slash possibilities to learn more. That's josephwarren.net forward slash possibilities. Today, my featured guest is Lori Conrad. You can find her at lauriconrad.com. Let me spell that L-A-U-R-I-E Conrad, C-O-N-R-O-D.com. And Lori spent 25 years in corporate America and left the rat race. She was in IT, right? She left the the corporate rat race in uh, 2007 to start a consulting business from home so she could spend more time with her family. I know some of you listening right now, Startup Nation, that's exactly where you're at right now. So listen up. She grew her business by networking, referrals, and tables at events because she didn't know online marketing even existed. By 2012, she knew there had to be a way to leverage the internet for lead generation and sales. And since then, she's used social media advertising and online marketing to grow her business. She founded the Online Entrepreneur Club, Online Entrepreneur Club, to teach entrepreneurs the magic she was using of attracting their ideal clients and customers from the internet. There was a, this was a major career change after 50 years old into a space where most internet marketers are in their 20s and 30s. Her first mentors were almost old enough to be her kids. She founded Freedom Digital Marketing Inc. in 2018 and runs social media advertising campaigns as well as creates online marketing systems to automate lead generation and sales for small businesses. So Laurie Conrad, welcome to First 100K. Go ahead and fill in some of the gaps in that intro, would you? 
Thank you. Thanks for having me, Joseph. I'm excited to be here. Um, some gaps. Wow. It's been, it's been a long journey, but it's been a lot of fun. And I want to encourage entrepreneurs to have fun with their marketing and actually um, understand the value of their marketing too, how powerful it is to grow their business. Got it. Go ahead and take a minute and share something personal about you that very few people in your business life actually know. Oh boy. Um, well, they probably don't even know that I spent all those years in corporate. Um, but a personal thing that I rarely, rarely talk about is that I also have a black belt in karate. Um, I did that back when I was in still in, you know, had a job in corporate and my kids were young and Power Rangers came out <clears throat> and I wasn't really into my son watching Power Rangers. I thought it was kind of just, you know, looking like people were getting beat up without getting hurt. So I started the two of them in martial arts and then I joined myself and I spent the next 11 years um, studying martial arts. I think it's very parallel to entrepreneurship. Um, it's something you have to power through. You don't always feel like doing it, but you still want to do it anyways. And, um, and achieving those belts and those goals. I, I was in a school that was very traditional and we, there were only six belts you could, you could get to black belt five or six, not like a lot of other schools where there's, you get a belt every three months. Mm -hmm. Um, some of my belts took two years to achieve and, um, that experience is very similar to growing a business. So I got to ask a random question here because you pronounce it karate, like all fancy like, right? Yeah. <laughs> and, and you have this back, background, right? And you got a black belt in karate. <laughs> have you considered incorporating that into your marketing copy for your business? You like know, black belt of online marketing, karate or something like that, right? Obviously you would have to work it, but why not? Absolutely. I mean, back in the day when uh, online marketing first came to different niches, there was a guy that had black belt recruiting. I think it was for network marketers. Mm -hmm. And, um, and that's probably why I've never really touched it because that was, that brand was already out there, but that brand is actually gone now. It's kind of disappeared. Plus so it's recruiting. You, it's not what you do. Right. Right. And it's, um, it's a very good point, Joseph. Thank you. You're I'm welcome. <laughs> Blackbeltmarketing.com. No, I'm kidding. All right. So let's get right into it. Lori, my uh, audience loves context. Um, how much gross revenue did your business do in the past 12 months approximately? Uh, gross revenue, probably around 300000 Cool. Congratulations. Thank you. That's awesome. And what are you uh, tracking for the next 12 months? Uh, I'm, tra what am I tracking or what, what is my goal? Is that the question? Yeah. What? Okay. Um, my goal would be closer to, uh, 450. 450. Love mm -hmm. it. Nice little bump there. And I could see in our video here, reflection off of your glass doors in front of you. Are you overlooking the ocean there? I am overlooking the ocean. Man, look at that. I got 2020 vision, girl. <laughs> and where are you out of? Are you in I am in Dana Point, California, which is halfway between LA and San Diego on the water. 
That is so cool. You know, Startup Nation, we got this, you know, guest, Lori Conrad. She's being real humble and everything like that, but she's kicking butt. She's living right, right on the ocean there in California overlooking. I could see the view. Like I'm, I literally want to be in her living room right now. Um, <laughs> you know, I think it's fantastic. And it's like, and she speaks about like time freedom and how do you achieve that, right? And that's what she helps entrepreneurs do through her consulting practice. So I, I, I recommend you reach out to her, lauriconrod.com, but let's get into this show. All right, so how did you uh, first get going, right? Like I want, um, bring us back to your first 100K, so really represent yourself back then. Um, first off, how many years did it take you to cross the 100K mark from zero? It took, me, it took me about a little less than 10 months. All right, 10 months. So you hit 100K in your first year. Well, no, that was, I started in online marketing in 2013. Well, it was really, 2013 was a learning year for me. I was still working. Sure. And um, so I would say 14, 15, took me about two and a half years to get to 100K. Okay. But when I implemented a particular piece of my business, that's when it only took nine months. Okay, I really get that. And you know, you're not the first guest to uh, say something like that, which is, hey, Joseph, I was kind of dabbling, I was doing X, Y, and Z, and I really wasn't all in. And it took me two to three years of not being all in, and I was just kind of getting by. And then I finally landed, I got clear on what it is I want, or I got clear on the system that I needed, I implemented, and boom, like a rocket ship you know, within a year, I hit my 100K plus, and now I'm at 200,000, 500,000, a million, et cetera. So I really love those stories. So Startup Nation, pull from that. Like, where are you right now? Are you dabbling? Are you a hobbyist, but not, a, you know, a real business owner? Is there that you just haven't found your system or your strategy that's going to catapult you to the, the 100K? That's why you got to listen to this show. Like, listen to these guests that I bring on the show, because they have systems that work. And these are duplicatable systems. Learn the systems, find the one that matches your business that will scale you to 100K, 500K, a million, et cetera. Awesome. All right, so give me your top three tips or st strategies, Laurie, that helped you make your first $100,000 once you got that system, right? So what did you deploy into your business? Uh, top three tips or strategies that you could share with my listener right now that they can implement into their business and make 100K in the next 12 months. Top three tips. So money follows skills, in my opinion. So what I had done over those couple of years was learn skills. And uh, it, it just happened to be marketing skills, online marketing skills. And I was selling other people's products. So tip number one is learn a skill that people need um, or that you use that, you know, serves other people. And... Uh, tip number two is then monetize it. And when you, when you monetize it, you will know um, how to come up with offers that solve people's problems that are going to make you that 100K. And probably tip 3A that underlies everything is just never give up. All right, run us through those three again, okay? So first off, Startup Nation, uh, Laurie is saying you, money follows skills. Love that, right? What is your skill? What is your superpower? We talk about that a lot on this show. 
learn a skill. What is that skill that you absolutely love to do? You're naturally good at other people. And if you're uncertain about that, ask your friends. And I've done this exercise myself. I've done it with some of my clients is text uh, 20 to 40 of your friends and ask them, Hey, what is it that I do that I make look easy? Right. And because that's really, that's your skill. And, and a lot of times we don't see it ourselves because we take it for granted. Oh yeah. Can I think everybody can do that? That's not the case. Mm, Most right. of them can't do that thing, but you make it look easy and they all wish, man, how does he do that? How does she do that? You want to find out what's that thing. So ask your friends objectively, Hey, I'm, I'm doing some, you know, personal development work. I really appreciate some transparency. Can you let me know? Like, what's the thing I'm really good at that I just make look easy in your opinion? And you're looking for patterns, right? So if 20 friends respond back and 10 of them say something similar, that's your thing. That's your skill. So I just wanted to dig deeper in that. And then Laurie says, uh, number two, monetize your skill. So how do we do that? So monetizing your skill, number one, I see many, many entrepreneurs not value marketing um, as important. It's so, so important. They'll you know, get their logo and they'll come up with um, whatever they're going to be selling, but they don't have no way to market it. They have no idea how to get the message out there to the right people. So those right people will buy it. So to monetize it, you have to have a good marketing plan, um, a good way to market it. In fact, for some, for some offers, for some things that you're going to sell, it's really best to actually market it first and see if there's a market for it before you invest any money in creating a physical product or creating a coaching program or, you know, a training or anything that you're going to sell. So um, coming up with how you're going to market it and making sure there is a market for what you're doing is what's going to allow you to monetize it. So to clarify, what I'm hearing you say, Laurie, is, is um, really uh, test the market, right? So kind of like put out there a web page um, with, hey, I got this product. I have this service. Boom, sign up here, you know, and, and you write all the copy and everything like that. But you do, you're saying do that before you even create the product or create the service to really test, hey, do I have buy-in? Like, do people want this? Are they willing to swipe their credit card? Yes. And I've, I, you know... I've done it myself and I've known other people who have done it too, so that you can actually get those people who want what you're offering to pay you to develop the product because they're paying you while you're developing it. And it's so valuable because you're getting their feedback at the same time that you're creating it. So if they give you certain feedback and you can adjust your product, so it's going to make more people happy. Um, it's, it's a win-win, win-win for everybody. So I really get that. So Startup Nation, what Laurie's talking about is uh, find your early adopters, the people who really want your product or service, love that idea. They're willing to put their money in, right? As you're developing the product, like, and be honest about that. Hey, here's what I'm considering doing. Are you in? Like, and then I'll go build this thing for you, right? You get enough people to sign up for that. And then they become your R&D department, your research and development department. Yeah. And they're paying you to go do the research and develop the product for them that solves that problem that they're looking for pain relief from. So it's a win for them. It's a win for you, right? And, and you don't have to put all that skin in the game. They're doing it for you. Anything you right. want to add to? Yeah, 
then you've got testimonials. You've got people that um, are giving you great reviews. They're getting results. And, um, you know, and that pushes the momentum towards marketing it to people, you know, the next group of people. Love it. All right. And then what was the third? What was your third tip or strategy? I know I said never give up. Um, yeah, but you called that 3A. Yeah, I did. So I missed I three. <laughs> Condemnation. What was it? Go ahead. What was it? What was Email it? Email me. Um, well, once you've got your marketing, you've got your stuff going on, um, you know, it's, it's about tip number three is that things always change and you get new ideas. And it's always a balancing act between staying on the path of the idea you originally had and um, also being able to pivot, you know, if you need to in whatever it is you decide to do, you know, to make your first 100K or to make your second or third 100K. And so how do I know to stay or to pivot? Like, are there any tells, any signs I should be looking for? Any red flags that say, oh, you should pivot now? I think if you get feedback from your market, um, so much of being an entrepreneur is getting feedback from the market. So don't be emotionally attached to whatever it is you, what idea you came up with, because if the market tells you something different, you got to listen to them. You, you mm -hmm. have to deliver what they want. It's not really about what we want. It's what's going to serve them. And um, people only exchange their money for um, having a problem solved. And that's what we do as entrepreneurs is solve their problems. So if we're going to solve their problem in a different way than we thought, um, but that's what they want, then that's the direction to pivot in. Laurie, I really like where you're going and you're, re, uh, you're igniting um, old memories uh, that I have, you know, in some of my business experience. And the thing, the story that's coming to mind right now is uh, a book called Business Model Generation by Dr. Alex Osterwalder. I don't know if you're familiar with it, but it's a visual way to create your business plan, but without the whole archaic business plan structure, right? So think of it as hacking a business plan, right? So I was able, what he did was uh, he reached out and he said, hey, I have this new concept called business model generation where it's a one page canvas and it's nine segments and you can pretty much map out your whole business, whether you're a corporate uh, fortune 100 or you're a small mom and pop just getting started and you could put it all here and create your marketing and everything on one page, like a canvas. And, and a lot of people were like, Ooh, that's interesting. What does it look like? So he created uh, like this um, online uh, little pool or group of uh, people that were early adopters and they were all consultant types. I was one of them. There was 285 of us. And he says, listen, I want to write a book on this. I want you guys to write it with me. So here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to write a chapter and then I'm going to put it in the group and I want you to rip it apart. Like gut it, tear it apart. Tell me what's wrong with it, et cetera. And then before I move forward with that chapter and then we'll move on to chapter two, chapter three. So he did exactly what you did. What you're saying is he turned us into his R and D department and we did this. And it was a one year process of writing this book with him. The book, if you know Business Model Generation, went on to become a Wall Street, uh, New York Times bestseller, et cetera. It's used all throughout corporate America, et cetera, right? And my name's in it. 
And it's really interesting because that, that was his win-win. He said, hey, if you're interested, if you help me write this book with me and help me iron out all the problems and what, what's the pain and solution for you guys, what I'll do, I'll include all your names as co-authors in the book and you can use it in your own marketing. Like how cool was that? Very cool. And that's a great idea for your listeners right now. You know, they can do something just like that. And it worked. It worked powerfully, right? It's in Harvard. You know, they use it now in, in the universities, business model generation. It's part of curriculum and the entrepreneurial studies programs, et cetera, right? And here's what the cool part. He now had 285 salespeople as well. Right. Why? Absolutely. Because we're going to push it because our name's in it. Like it's really smart. So we pushed it out to all our networks, 285 different networks, which really helped his book launch take off. Make sense? Awesome. It's huge. It's huge. huge. (laughs) All right. So what was your biggest mistake, Lori, uh, in this business? Um, Like if you had to pinpoint it, like what was the biggest thing that maybe it was a regret or maybe it was good that it happened. You're looking back in retrospect, but you're like, man, why did I do that? Uh, geez, hindsight's twenty twenty, right? Yeah. Um, biggest mistake is not having a really good accountant for entrepreneurs. <laughs> I get that. Someone to run your money. Yeah. And uh, there's accountants and there's accountants. And there are accountants who are very skilled at helping people, you know, with startups, solopreneurs, Um, And there are accountants that are just don't have that skill. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So I would, I would work with an accountant who really understands how to help startups manage their money and um, all the different opportunities to get funding, you know, to keep you going if you need that. And, um, and just the, you know, the ways to use the tax code to your advantage and, Uh, there's I had an accountant for a while that just didn't have any of that information and I found out of course a couple years later that I could have done this 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 and this and I didn't and it cost a lot of money oh my gosh startup nation what I'm hearing Lori say is there's two types of accountants out there one are more the corporate America accountants right they deal with the bigger businesses the standard businesses and then you got the accountant that works more in the startup entrepreneurial space they know all the little tricks and hacks for you and your business right now go find one of them yes all right awesome why do you think let's go big picture for a second Lori why do you think that 90% of entrepreneurs are struggling to make their first 100k I think many entrepreneurs don't really have business experience. They don't have marketing experience. And then the third thing would be uh, just having the right mindset to push through all the decision-making. Um, we're, we're, we're alone a lot when we're, you know, new entrepreneurs, which is a very dangerous place to be. Um, you know, I'm in a mastermind and we always like to say an entrepreneur alone is an entrepreneur in danger. I think that's, that, mm-hmm. that's how it goes. Um, so it's really important to get, be around other people who are building a business or who have more experience. Um, I hired coaches from day one um, when I first started online marketing because I was like, this is a skill that I don't have and I don't have time to figure it out myself. So it was worth investing to learn 
you know, jump over the learning curve. And um, that's, that's a really huge thing. If you can hire a coach or a mentor that's, you know, that you get along with that has the skills you need, um, just do what they tell you to do. I agree with that. Startup Nation, always hire a coach who has a coach. Never hire a coach who's not being coached. Why? Because they don't believe in their own profession. Right. Like that's a very important thing. I have coaches, Laurie, I'm guessing you have coaches, right? Correct. Yes. Yes. Exactly. So go find yourself a coach. Um, If you say, well, Joseph, I don't have the money. I don't have the money to hire a coach. Bull, you have something, you have value. Find a way to work with that coach. I've done it before. Well, I've done it where money actually didn't, uh, you know, change hands but I was able to get coaching from someone and I created value for them, whether it be introductions or my network or something like that. So there's always a way when you remove the excuses. All right. So let's get into the hustle round. This is my favorite part of the show. I'm going to ask you 10 quick fire questions. You'll have about three seconds to answer each. Don't overthink it. It's just for fun. Are you ready? Yes. (laughs) All right, here we go. What's your favorite thing about being an entrepreneur, Laurie? Freedom. Freedom, time, freedom, looking, overlooking the ocean in California. I love yes. it. What's your least favorite thing? Um, working by myself too much sometimes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I'm going to jump in for a second because here's the thought that I had earlier. I truly believe that uh, the number one reason why small businesses fail is not lack of funding or blank or blank or blank. It's actually the number one reason why small businesses fail is isolation. It's because they're isolating themselves. They're not getting out and about. They're not joining co-working spaces, et cetera, and putting themselves around those people that are in going through the same struggles or are a few exits past them. You agree or you agree? Yes, I I really do agree. Yeah. And it's not something you think about doing and you know, you kind of figure it out, but you've gone through so much suffering by the time you figure it out. (laughs) So it's, it's great to, to put that out there right now for sure. Exactly. So Startup Nation, if you're suffering right now, it's probably because you're in isolation. Go find some people, find a community or create one. Laurie, what are you most afraid of? Mm. Um, not, con- not continuing the lifestyle that I like to be in. Mm, like fear of losing it all? Yeah, I mean, business changes. I've been through some changes recently. And, um, you know, it's like, business can be just sometimes just go, go down when you're least expecting it. You know, market shift. Yeah, Yeah. things change. Um, But keeping your confidence level up is what's going to attract things to get better again. And I believe in that. So I try not to let those fears, you know, prevail. There you go. And when you do have them, go to your coach. What did you spend way too much time doing your first year in business? Learning. Learning. <laughs> what secret fear do you have about people? Oh, secret fear? Yeah, uh, we all have it. It's, I don't know if it's a fear. It's um, that they don't, that they don't, get what I'm saying to them. Mm, that you're they not don't being heard? Not being, not being heard when it's really important advice and mm. um, they're not going to take it seriously enough to change their life. I get that one. What do you wish you had learned sooner in business? 
Marketing. Marketing. <laughs> Startup <laughs> Nation, that's you. What is a new habit you want to form? Um, really committing to exercising every day. Got it. And what's a bad habit you want to break? Not exercising every day. <laughs> Got it. Pick three words to describe who you are now. Who I am now. Uh, persistent. Um, sincere. Knowledgeable. Got it. And pick three words to describe who you were your first year in business. Clueless, but still persistent <laughs> um, and uh, very optimistic. Yeah, I got it. Awesome. And last question, Lori, if you could come back to life after you die, look your family and friends in the eye and give them only one piece of advice, what would you say to them? I would say really do what, something that you enjoy whether it's a job or entrepreneurship or whatever it is, but don't settle. Don't get stuck in settle mode. Don't like, settle startup nation. Don't do it. I know you're doing it right now. Get out of it. It's sticky. Don't settle. And any final wisdom, Laurie, what's the one thing you want my listener to know about making their first 100 K in the next 12 months? It's, it's just really don't give up. Don't give up. Um, it's so easy to get, <clears throat> um, to a point where you're thinking, oh, you know, I should just listen to everybody tell me to go get a job or whatever. But, um, I believe that we are here as human beings to advance. And one of the primary ways we can really, really advance spiritually, emotionally, financially is through the creativity of entrepreneurship. And um, keep that creativity going. And it's, it's, it's not an easy road, um, but it, it's a lot of fun and it provides a lot of freedom, freedom of creativity. All right, Startup Nation, listen to Laurie. Go get your beach house like she has. Come on now. All right, Laurie, what's the best way for our, my listener to get in touch with you? Well, I have um, a free marketing training on my website, lauriconrod.com. It's right there on the front page. You can't miss it. And if they would also like a free strategy session in terms of, you know, how they can work with me or how I can help them, you know, wrap their brain around some of their marketing. Uh, if you go to successwithlaurie.com, there's a lot of testimonials there of people that have worked with me. And I also have a, an application there to fill out where you can have a free strategy session. And I'm happy to do that. Startup Nation, go get your free strategy session with Laurie. Go to successwithlaurie.com. Laurie is spelled L-A-U-R-I-E.com. So successwithlaurie.com. Startup Nation, do you love listening to the show your first 100K. Do you love guests like Laurie that I bring on that are just amazing human beings that are all about helping others? If you do, then subscribe to the show if you haven't yet and share the show. Share the show with people that you love and you care about. That's how we spread this message. We're now in 110 countries and spreading. How cool is that? And we're inspiring people 
right? To make their first 100K. Lori, I don't know if you know this, but some of my listeners reach out to me and say that by listening to this show for the past year, they just hit their first $100,000 and they've never made that kind of money before in their life by listening to guests like you. They write down the strategies and then they go, ooh, I'm not doing that one. Let me put that one in. And they try it and it works. So Startup Nation, you could do the same. Go subscribe to the show. Lori, you're an amazing superstar woman. Thanks for being on your first 100K with me. And I wish you God's love, God's peace, and God's joy in your life, girl. Thank you so much. It's been such a pleasure. Startup Nation, you cannot show up authentically in your business without building faith in your business. If you want to have that conversation on the faith side of things, go check out my other podcast called Broken Catholic. On that show, I interview all different guests about why the world isn't working right now. Plus, I tackle unspeakable topics that you may secretly struggle with, but won't admit. We got to get your faith right to get your business right. Go to brokencatholic.com. I'm Joseph Warren, and you were made for greatness. So stop being a wuss and start being a winner. Have a blessed day, and I'll see you right back here next week.